0: if you travel throughout the world, you find a lot of different churches, especially in Latin America, where I get to go on a regular basis, that are captive. They're held captive by the health and wealth gospel, Mm -hmm. which is this idea that if you are obedient and if you love God, you will be healthy and you will be wealthy. Um, And if you are sick or somehow lacking in any way, there's some some, maybe some hidden sin in your life, or some kind of way that you're displeasing God, or some lack of faith in your life. And so it's, it's a really deadly kind of teaching. This is... Fixed on Jesus. All right, welcome back to Fixed on Jesus podcast. Yep. So here we are together. We got Mark Johnson, who's on the mic opposite me, and we have our production manager uh, Heather Corbett, who's with me as well. And uh, our topic, well, I mean, we, we talk about everything and connect it to Jesus Christ. Um, one of the things I'm really curious about the folks in this room with me right now is, Mark, are you familiar with the term walk-up music? No. You don't know what walk-up music is?
1: No, like uh, like, like music that is made when do you you're... Do you watch baseball at all? Not a whole lot, Okay. No.
0: Well, that's an assignment for you until the next podcast. Watch so- baseball? Watch some baseball, but like... Where's that in the gospel? It's, that is, it's it's in Ecclesiastes <laughs> where the Lord says, he gives everything in it's time. There's a season for everything. Okay. And so right now it's baseball season right, right now. And so it. that's like, that's one of the things we're going to be enthusiasts at on, a, on this Fixed on Jesus podcast is baseball. All right, and that. in fact, um, what happens is when the, when the batter comes up to the plate, every time they play a song, mm-hmm. And so that song is called their walk-up music, okay. right? So if you're at the stadium, have you ever gone to a baseball game at the I stadium? Have. Okay. Yep. So you weren't paying attention when they are walking to the plate? My hearing isn't the greatest. Okay. Well, I mean, it's pretty loud. So okay. it must be pretty bad. Yeah. So we need to be praying. Pray for Mark and his hearing, folks, because it's <laughs> not good. Um, and so anyway, you walk up to the plate and uh, you, you get to pick the song that is played, Right. And so, if you could pick any song to play, like pretend like you were walking up to the plate, what song would get you in the mood to hit a baseball a country mile?
1: That's a great question.
0: So, uh, Heather, our Heather Corbett, our production manager, our ever-capable production manager, she her song is um, Def Leppard. Um, I always get the the title wrong because I was as a kid I was. I was not allowed to listen to the kind of music that Heather's about to reference here. Me either. Um, Whatever I reference. So I was in the 80s, and I only could eat, like listen to Salty and stuff like that. And, and like, you know, Do you even know who Salty is? No, Heather doesn't know who Salty is. And if you Google that, you can find out who Salty is, and there's all kinds of lame songs that go along with that. Anyway, her song is Pour Some Sugar On It. Ooh. On me. Pour on Some me. Sugar On Me. I think okay. my mom likes that one. Shout right. out to my mom. Okay, I don't. I have heard that song one time. Actually, I was in the car. I heard it on the radio. I took a picture of it, a little video, and sent it to Heather. So anyway, my song would be the immigrant song, the Led Led Zeppelin, the immigrant song. So do you know that song?
1: No, no. I
0: pretty much only know hip-hop and worship music. Hip-hop and worship music. Yeah, not together, separate. Okay, good, (laughs) because that would be wrong on lots of levels.
1: Okay, I did well, come up with a walk-up song. You though. did. What was that walk? Did you already
0: express yours? Oh, yeah, the immigrant song. You weren't listening. The immigrant. I was song. listening. I no, just don't, I don't know think the you song. Were. The immigrant and song. I'm well, natural a born classic. American. It's a classic song. You need next time. So you have two. I got a lot of homework. On. You do. You got to watch a baseball game and watch the walk-up <laughs> stuff. The right. second thing you need to do is like look and see, Google immigrant song and realize. Right. Okay, man, right now. this is. Are you gonna play it? I'll play it. Don't. well. What?
1: We'll add it to the podcast. No, no, we'll add it. Oh, we can't add that. You cannot add that. Alright, we can't okay. add my song either. Yeah.
0: Okay. Does your song have bad words in it? It probably does. Okay, well let's 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 aim for higher goals then. Okay. So why don't you I got three assignments? You have three assignments. You need a song that does not have bad words in it, number one. Worship music. Okay, well, it again, Counterbalances. Okay, that no, but that's not how that works. <laughs> you sure? I'm sure. Okay. Mark? Yeah. Okay, never mind. Um, this is a bad topic anyway, but I uh so Mark is going to watch baseball. He's going to learn what a what a walk-up song is, and he's going to come up with a walk-up song that doesn't have any bad words in it for next time. Okay? Okay. So, see, I told you this is a train that's going to go who knows where, right? We're just that's right. rocketing off into the distance with legions of fans, and uh, we know that you guys are just waiting on the edges of your seat to hear what we have to say. So here we are.
1: Yep. So... I'm not going to give my secular walk-up song this time. I'm going to find a more clean version. But our topic that we wanted to touch on today is in relation to what is known as the prosperity gospel. Yeah. So a couple of the questions that I would have for First for of Rich, all, prosperity
0: yeah. gospel, what is that? How would you define that? It's, first of all, I
1: would define it as it's not the true gospel. That's the first thing I would say. And it typically involves some kind of Health and wealth related element. So I've seen a lot of different versions of it. Yeah, um, there's endless versions of it, but it typically talks about God almost like a vending machine. You put in something and you get
0: something out, or yeah. you get out a multitude of what you put in. Right, and if you actually if you travel throughout the world, you find a lot of different churches, especially in Latin America, where I get to go on a regular basis, that are captive. They're held captive by the health and wealth gospel, mm. which is this idea that if you are obedient and if you love God, you will be healthy and you will be wealthy. Um, and if you are sick or somehow lacking in any way, there's some some maybe some hidden sin in your life or some kind of way that you're displeasing God or some lack of faith in your life. And so it's, it's a really deadly kind of teaching um, that... That I, ha, that we have exported to the uttermost parts of the world, and as Americans, I mean, and it just has it has wreaked havoc all over the place.
1: It originated here. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It originated I was wondering here. that. Yeah.
0: There's absolutely it originated on Christian TV. I don't recommend. Generally, I don't recommend people watch Christian TV. I mean, that's I, is there such a thing as Christian TV still? Yeah.
1: What would be an example of that if there was?
0: Is it TBN? TBN, yeah. I mean, I don't, I haven't, we don't have TV service at our house. We just, like, have Netflix or Amazon. So you are more modern than
1: your age. What do you mean? You don't have cable like most young people. They just stream stuff. They don't have cable? They just stream stuff. Yeah, We haven't had
0: cable forever. I don't.
1: You're ahead of the curve.
0: Am I? That's just because I don't want to, there's, I don't want to watch TV.
1: I, but if you how does that relate to the prosperity gospel if you maybe if you were getting the prosperity gospel messages on the TV that you paid for you'd receive a multitude of
0: I don't money want, back. I don't have enough time to watch that kind of <laughs> drivel. And so <clears throat> I uh, so I think it's re- it's a deadly way of of thinking about what how God is like and um like I've talked to people I remember talking to one lady who had a serious heart condition. And she had it. She developed it when she was younger. And the church she was going to basically said she had, she lacked faith because mm. she wasn't healed. And that's and, the answer
1: to her healing. That's how she's able to, that's how they say she's able to get healing, like yeah, more
0: faith. More faith, which is ridiculous. Um, in fact, the book of the Bible that teaches directly against this is a book called Job. It's not Job. Yeah, it
1: was. That, that's a famous line in a Kanye West Christian song. He said, he said something along the lines of, "When I thought the book of Job was a job." Seriously. Yeah. Yep. He says that. Yeah,
0: his album's called "Jesus is King." Jesus is King. Yeah. And he thought Job was a job. He thought Job was a job. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> um, he's Do the really guy. Well with that. Never mind. I'm not going to talk about Kanye <laughs> on this podcast right now. I don't have enough expertise about that. But so I do know about Job. No, I am not. <laughs> I am not accepting that homework. Okay, I will not do Kanye homework. Uh, Job, though, is an interesting book. And if you read it, and read it from cover to cover, which I recommend, um, what you find is him, Job, undergoing all kinds of horrible experiences. Um, and his friends come along and say, essentially, you must have sinned, or God wouldn't have allowed this to happen to you. And so that's what most of the book is. Uh, his friends, one of his friends, I think Bill Dad, Bill Dad is basically says, hey, you're getting off easy, man. Just, just confess and repent. And so they assume because he lost his, all his animals and his home and his family that somehow he had some kind of secret, unconfessed sin. And so that doesn't mean Job was perfect. Job was like, no, I don't. But he wasn't perfect. It didn't mean that he would. They would you know, his heart was, was totally and completely faultless. He was blameless, meaning that he walked in integrity, that he was godly, that he was obedient, that in general he was uh, following the Lord. And, and these guys said, well, you, you're clearly not because you're getting punished. And so that's called retributive theology, Mm. and what that means retributive, retributive theology. What that means is is that you, if you obey, you will be blessed Mm. automatically.
1: That's a trap that I could see how someone would fall into that.
0: Yeah, but it's not true. And so sometimes the obedient are not blessed. Sometimes the disobedient are blessed or seem to be blessed they're not really ultimately blessed but they seem to be blessed and so we as christians have to grapple with that right and we have to realize that you know we live you know we live in a world where we're not going to always get the answers to the questions that we have we live in a world where we're going to well we're going to we're going to have we're going to see we're going to experience unjust suffering we're going to see unjust suffering we're going, to, we're going to ask why is there unjust suffering. And in fact, in the whole book of Job, Job doesn't know what happens in the prologue where Satan approaches the Lord and the Lord and him have this conversation and Job is the topic. Job has no idea that any of that happened. And then even at the end when the Lord shows up and says, dress for action like a man and I'm going to ask you all kinds of questions, Job still doesn't know why it all happened. So Job doesn't get answers; he gets a vision, and he gets a vision and a view of who God is. And so, I think that that's that's one of the most important things for all of us. I mean, we, we go through hardships and troubles and har- and trials that that are very difficult. We're not always going to get answers to why that happened, uh, but I think we can have, like, the Bible is full of 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 just pictures of who God is and. And that He is on our side, and that, that, that we can serve Him with a full and, and upright heart, and know that He has our good. That He's working as Christians. If, if we're Christians, He's working for our good, even though we can't understand, even though we can't, we don't have a category for it. So, that's that's what that's what's the health and wealth theology. I mean, it, in general, if you read the Proverbs, you also see that like the Proverbs will describe a lot of. Uh, basically here's how to live a good life it's be obedient and get along it's with pragmatic. your neighbor yeah it's, yeah it's yeah it's like very practical observational kind of wisdom mm-hmm. and so in general work hard you get rewarded yeah. in general um, you you're honest you get rewarded in general that's just the way it is um but that's not always the way it is right so I think that's those are some nuance that's one of the reasons that I think it's helpful to read like proverbs and and see how that how, how the, pro, the the proverbs are gathered up and and described, and then and contrast that with Job. Those yeah. are both wisdom literature, and then Ecclesiastes is a whole another thing um, altogether. And Ecclesiastes is just is is completely different. And so those are all those are all things that I that we have all kinds of different genres in the Bible where we can get a different picture of of why um, of just how to live this life under the sun, to use a phrase of. The, yeah, the so preacher.
1: that's an excellent way to describe the health and wealth gospel, which is also known as the prosperity gospel. What would you say the real gospel is?
0: The real gospel? The real gospel. What that's does gospel what mean. mean, Mark? It means good news, I believe. You believe right. I believe and, right. Uh, you believe right. That's good. It means good news. I don't news. always believe
1: right, but I rely on your correction. <laughs>
0: And scripture, we need to rely on the Bible more than we yes. are, okay. Um, and so we so gospel means good news, which which means it's something to be proclaimed, it, it's not something that is, it's something that has happened, something that has occurred in time that we just need to believe. And so, the gospel, the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ is that jesus christ died very simply jesus died for my sins i mean that's the very simple way to put it first corinthians 15 says that um and we can there's all kinds of depth to that but we the gospel is that jesus who is god the son became a man and lived a perfect life died a substitutionary death rose from the dead on the third day ascended to the father and is seated at the right hand of the father on high He will one day come back and judge the living and the dead. And anybody who puts faith in Jesus Christ and confesses that they're a sinner uh, can have the assurance that they will be saved everlastingly. Um, Just like John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. So that's that's the gospel in a, in a nutshell, and that's what we need to believe. And and anybody who the first thing, the first step in believing the gospel is believing you're a sinner, and that's probably the easiest thing to believe because all of us who are really honest with ourselves recognize we're sinners. Yeah. Um, and another hard thing to believe is that somebody is going to demand payment for our sins, and the reason that God has the right to demand payment for our sins is because he created us and he created all things so any sin we commit is against him first and foremost
1: yeah no that's perfect and just continuously hearing the gospel is just so important as a believer and um, especially when there's so much antithetical teaching to what the actual good news is out there and that's what we were aiming to to touch on in this episode and One thing we just wanted to mention, if you're out there and you wanna talk more about this or you wanna email in questions, we have an email, production at centergilbert.com. One more time, that's production at centergilbert.com. And if you are someone who is interested or you have a son or daughter who's interested in media or in video or in production, Heather needs a very good sidekick and we would love to have you so come talk to any of the three of us and that's it for this episode